Hi, welcome to the Proven Path Podcast. I'm here once again with CRS instructor Zan Monroe. My name is Eric Berkland. I'm the director of marketing for CRS. Zan, what is on your mind today? Hey, Eric. What's on my mind is how simple it is to create a real estate business that has more buyers and sellers than you can handle and how few realtors run the simple program that makes that happen. Systems are simply things that work. Uh, If you think about a McDonald's franchise, you're not buying anything other than their system of how to cook a hammer. And it's the same thing that's served in every other restaurant on the face of the planet Earth. So why is McDonald's so successful? Well, they have a system. And you can't go into a McDonald's and get other things. You simply get what they produce and produce quite well. Realtors, in trying to build a business, never systematize their business. Because even the beginning of this podcast, people are going, nah, I don't want to get into systems. That sounds, you know, I'm, I'm a free enterprising, you know, I just wing it. Well, what if you had surgery next week? And the doctor came in and prepped and he goes, well, welcome. I'm just going to wing it. I know it's your appendix in there, but I think we'll just get in there and look around and see what we can find. Oh, no, no, you're going <laughs> to run out the door. Well, the real estate is the simplest business in the world if you build a base of business. Now, that requires a database. So the first step in this system is, do you have a database? Well, uh, based on the research of the National Association of Realtors and and Steve Murray out at uh, Real Trends in Colorado, here's what we know. Only about a third of the real estate industry has any form of database. That means everybody else is winging it. So, you know, people go, well, I got a mailing list. A mailing list is not a database. A database is a group of people, and it's not everybody that's on your Facebook. It's a group of people that you truly know. And um, we've talked about my website is zammonroe.com, and I have a downloadable library there. And on that library, there's a Word document that says the 44 things you ought to know about your clients. You ought to know their wife's name. You ought to know their kids' names. You ought to know where they graduated from high school or college. You ought to know their favorite movie, their favorite candy bar, what's their, you know, where they go to church. That's knowing people. And, and this whole um, thing about mailing to strangers does not work. We've got to talk to our database. So once you have built a database, and we'll take another time to, you know, everybody will have immediate credit. Well, what kind of software do I need? Heck, you don't need a software. You need to get to know some people. You can do it with a notebook and 200 pieces of paper because you shouldn't have more than 200 people in your database. Write it down, 200 people. Now, if you've got 1,400 friends on Facebook, you need to go in there and figure out who you know and who you don't have a clue about. And you pull the top 200, and that's it. And those 200 people you're going to run this system on. And it will work if you work the system. And I'll give you a quote from my uncle. He said, you can't hire somebody else to do your push-ups for you. (laughs) It won't get you into shape. You know, you can go to the gym, watch other people do this all day long. Until you get out there and run this system, it won't work. But if you run it, it'll give you guaranteed results. 
And here's step number one. There's a three-step process. For these 200 people, no more. Get personal. Either pick up the phone or go see them face-to-face, eyeball-to-eyeball, or on the phone and have a live interaction. Now, from I've been in real estate 30 years, and, and I know when I started, the typical training was everybody that you see, ask them for business. Hey, how are you doing? Do you know anybody like to buy or sell real estate today? Well, you start doing that with your friends, they will hate your guts. <laughs> well, what's, how do you, what's some of the ways you, you get personal with your top 200? Well, just what did your mama teach you when you were little? Mind my manners. Mind your manners. <laughs> and what do you ask? I mean, I come from the South, and in the South, there's only two sentences that you need to know to talk to anybody, and one is, how's your mama? <laughs> and the other, I love what you've done with your hair, you know? <laughs> You go forward them. And this comes right out of the ninja classes. Forward. F stands for family and friends. How are your kids? How are you doing? Well, you know, you and I were talking at breakfast this morning. Your, your brother's getting married. You know, that's family stuff. Well, immediately we can connect. I mean, if you want to connect with me, ask me about my kids. Please, just please ask me. Please ask. We'll get, you know. I guess what I'm asking is how do you – I understand the system. Yeah. I understand mind your manners. But how do you – Put yourself into proximity or... Pick up the phone. Just pick up pick the phone? Pick up the phone. Come on, people. Pick up the phone. Everybody's carrying one. And then, yeah, I love... Uh, people say, well, what if I get their voicemail? Leave them a message. These <laughs> better be people you know. You're not talking to strangers here. And you are not soliciting for business. You're going to ask them forward questions. F stands for family and friends. O stands for occupation. R stands for recreation. D stands for dreams or their future. So if they say, Zan, never call me again. They're probably not part of your top 200. They're not part of my top 200. <laughs> You're, you know, they're my friends. Start right. with your friends. See, we get into real estate, we abandon our friends to go chase strangers so we can sell strangers' homes. While our friends know people who are buying and selling. And then we go... Or we run sales on our friends, and we run off all our friends. Now, if you don't have 200 friends, go find a new career because <laughs> real estate is not for you. But when I, I see people all the time, I go, how's work? You know, I, I, I see Mike Salvaggio. Have you played golf this week? I, I've got a buddy at home who's a big fisherman. You know, have you caught anything recently? Um, if I, like my son is getting ready to graduate high school next year, if I see parents of the same age, I go, where's your kids going to college? Those are D questions. Where's the future for you? Yeah, and you're genuinely interested, and you're not always oh, you, selling real estate. No, no, no. We are not selling real estate here. We're building a base of trust. Because, see, if you're going to build a great business, you must become a trusted real estate advisor. And the first word there is trust. And the only way to build trust is relationships. Okay. If we don't have a relationship, we can't take this any further. They're never going to recommend you. They're never going to refer you. They're never going to send your business your way unless they trust you. Okay. Number one, get personal. What's, what's number two? Number two, get personal again. <laughs> send them the number one item on the face of planet Earth that gets their attention. I learned it from my daughter, a handwritten note personal, cream-colored envelope, blue ink, first-class stamp, something simple that says, thanks 
for talking to me today. Hey, great to see you at the grocery store. I appreciate our conversation. Just something. Um, in my hometown, Fayetteville, North Carolina, we've got a broker there named Jimmy Townsend. Jimmy Townsend is the note-writing king. He has, um, you know, his, his Townsend Real Estate stationery, and he's got his picture embossed back in the background, and he'll write you a note. If I go do a sales meeting for him, he'll send me a note. If I see him at the club, he'll send me a note. I mean, the man sends you notes. Here's the problem. You can't read a thing. He writes. <laughs> you can't understand. I mean, you can't even read it. And, and, and I've had classes there in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and I've asked people, how many of you have gotten a Jimmy Towns note? The whole room will raise their hand. I go, can anybody read? Nobody can read. It doesn't matter. See, it doesn't matter. There'll be people in your office when you hear this and you talk to them. Oh, well, I don't know what to write. I'm not sure about what I should say. It's a note. Come on, people. But a handwritten, if you go to the mailbox this afternoon and you have bills and you have credit card and you have a cream-colored, handwritten, blue ink, first class, what's the first thing you're going to open? You're going to open that note. My son last year broke his leg playing soccer, and um, he got a card in the mail, a get well card, and he went absolutely nuts. And I said, Cameron, dude, you're, you're 17 years old, the technology world, you're texting 5,000 messages a month, you know, online. He goes, Dad, I never get mail. See, what... What's old is new again. Just think about, here, while we've talked, and all the people listening, mm -hmm. while you've listened to this, how many emails have you gotten? Exactly. And how does that make you feel? Oh, i got to go through these emails one more time. Now, how many of you listening in the last month have received a handwritten personal note? And how did that make you feel? I'm going to throw you a little curveball. Yeah, man. I have a good friend who I was talking to about doing some business with the council, not necessarily his, his company at a, a printing company. And he said to me, I don't like to do business with friends. What do you say to your friends when they, when they say, when it comes time for them to buy or sell their home and they say, Zan, I love you to death. You're, you're a good friend of mine. I just don't want to get messed up with business and friends. Great. So don't use me, but would you send your friends to me? Okay. Say, because it, the whole world is based on relationship selling. I mean, Dell Computers is selling because of relationships. They're not selling because they have the greatest computers in the world. They have it because you'll trust your 14-year-old to recommend the right computer. So even if you're not doing business with your friends, they oh, yeah. become your evangelists. Oh, absolutely. I have, I have good friends at home, I, uh, Brad and Sherry Muffet, I, that just popped in my head. I bet I showed those people 50 houses. They've never bought a home from me. They have sent me so much business over the years. I mean, you, you, you know, you have people like that. And, and I call them your mavens. They're out there singing your praises. And they, and they did. They just never bought a house through me. Well, it doesn't matter. So step one of building a continuous flow is you've got to have a database. And then you've got to run this system on your database. Number one, a personal contact now if you can go to um, you know the simplest way is to pick up the phone and call people or if you're going by their office stop in and visit or if you see them at the tennis club on wednesday night and there's six of you playing doubles or you play golf every thursday great 
then you've got personal FaceTime. Never ruin that relationship by going, and if you ever have needs, buy or sell real estate. No, now you've just tainted this whole thing. I mean, it becomes a quid pro quo. Yeah. I mean, friendship becomes a quid pro quo. Yeah, I I play tennis with a group, and we have the president of the college and a a, a businessman, and then we have an eye doctor who plays with us. And um, he has never said, oh, and make sure the next time you need glasses. (laughs) You know, I would go, dude, we're playing tennis here. That's not the purpose. So we've got to connect to be trustworthy. Oh, oh, by the way, we use the eye doctor for all our needs. But if they don't trust you, you can know the world about real estate. They're never going to send people your way. So number one is personal contact. Number two is a personal piece of mail. Or um, if, if you see their son was in a soccer game and scored a goal, write them a note, saw that Cameron scored a goal in soccer, you know, just something personal. So you've got to know this database. But the third step is where you cement the deal. The consuming public has one overriding desire today, and that is to know what their personal home is worth. Now, you're in Chicago. I'm in North Carolina. The folks on my street in North Carolina could care less what your houses are selling for in Chicago. The fact that, you know, Las Vegas has this kind of market and Miami has a different one, they don't care. All they care about is what is the value of my home on my street. I always love to see the news media get on the the national average sales price. That's like the national temperature today. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be 12 degrees in Nome, Alaska. It's going to be 100 degrees in Miami. The the median temperature in the United States, it means nothing to me in North that's Carolina. A, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, I mean, so if you are sending out information that is not directly related to what is my home worth today, you're missing the target. And it's such a big target. Everybody's got an MLS, all the MLS data. I mean, keep it simple. Here's what you, if you've got 200 people, you see me at the grocery store, you get back in your car, you scratch me a note, you get back to the office, you go run the the comparables in the last six months in my neighborhood on the photo one-liner page. You know what I'm talking about? Where Mm -hmm. you got the line of text and the photo at the other end. Here are the eight things that have closed in your neighborhood. Fold it in half, scratch a note on it. Hey, saw you, thought you about this. Probably you'd like to know what your home is worth today. It's not a CMA. It's not a solicitation for business. It has become a trusted real estate advisor. And then when they think of real estate, they'll think of you. Yes. You know you know the neighborhood, you know the market, and right. your friends. And your friends. Duh. <laughs> I mean, I have an insurance agent, and he is, he is a longtime family friend. He works for a national franchise. And I never ask him what he's going to charge me. I just call him up and go, Neil, (laughs) I just bought a car. Neil, I just sold a boat. We bought a house. I need insurance on that. I never question because I trust him. And he'll call me from time to time and go, your son just turned 17, didn't he? Oh, yeah. We've been a year without a ticket. Your insurance is getting ready to go down. That becomes a trusted real estate advisor. You with me? Mm -hmm. And see – I see him all the time. I see him at church. I see him at the club. I see him at restaurants. He never says, oh, and Zan, if you ever know of anybody that like to, you know, buy or sell insurance. No. He said, you know, how's Louisa? How's she doing in, in grad school? How's Cameron? You know, how's Laura doing? 
see you later, how's your mama, trusted real estate advisor. This is so, so simple. Let me boil it down for you. Get a database. Narrow that focus. If you can get 30 people who know you and like you and trust you, it is way better than having 1,400 people on Facebook who don't have a clue who you are. Get that small database and get face-to-face -face with them on a monthly basis, every 30 days. Now, people go, oh, well, won't they get tired of me calling them? Would you get tired of me calling you, asking you how you're doing, how's your mama, how are the kids, getting it? See? No, not you, no. Sam. No, no. The number one is personal. Number two is handwritten note. Third is send me something of value. And that value is information about what my, don't send them bird seed, don't send them recipe cards. You're not a cook and you're not, you know, you with me? Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Send me real real estate information. And then when they need business or they know somebody that needs business, you are going to be top of mind and that, they'll send you business. That, that last part, great, great point. Yeah. Um, my last question is, when do I become, have I, you know, I'm trying to get in Zan's top 200. Oh, yeah. When do you – you have people out there who are acquaintances. You have people out there who are Facebook friends. You have Zan's top 200. How do you make the differentiation? Do you just know, or is there some sort of formula you use personally? Well, uh, yeah, you're going to know. The first thing uh, – and, and we teach this in CRS 210, how to develop your database. Um, you should have A clients, B clients, C clients, and D clients. Your A clients are your absolute drop-dead card-carrying fans. These are the people who will recommend you, and you know who they are. Um, and that can sometimes be a very small group of people. I can tell you that I speak about 100 days a year. I can trace all of that business back to about 10 people in the United States. Rod McIntyre wow. in Kansas, Mary Beth here in Chicago, um, you know, down a tuggle in Texas. I mean, there are key people around the United States that either hire me or they refer me. And um, I, I got a call right before we came up here to speak for, you know, one of the world's largest franchises. And it came directly from one of my top 10 people. Well, these are people who are my raving fans. If you have 10 people out there raving about your service they're going to send you business so they are your a clients and then you have your b clients your b clients are these top 200 now maybe 30 of them are your a's and the 170 are your b's well your your b clients are people that you know and you visit they may or may not have ever bought or sold with you they may or may not ever refer you but you are building trust and you are building that uh, real estate advisor status. And then you have C clients. C clients are probably your friends on Facebook who, you know, you, you, know, you sort of know them, kind of, maybe, might know him, not her, don't have a clue about their family, where they live, anything. These are C clients, and some of them you can cultivate up into the B category, but I wouldn't spend a lot of time on them. And the D clients, that D stands for one thing, delete get rid of them <laughs> that that old school you know we're going to do the the geographic farming we're going to mail to strangers you go broke doing that right so get out of that so a total of about 200 people if i had a database of of 200 and i had 20 card carrying fans and i had um you know a uh, hundred 
uh, B clients who trusted me and considered me their real estate advisor and I'm staying in touch with constantly and C clients, you know, you can mail them something about four times a year. It's, you know, it's not very intense. Um, you, you can generate all the business you will ever need. <laughs> all right. Great advice from Zan Monroe. Pay, pay very, very much attention to your raving fans and your top 200. Uh, once again, thank you for listening to the Proven Path podcast. If you have any questions for any of our podcast participants, please send an email to solutions at crs.com. The opinions expressed here are the views of the host and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Council of Residential Specialists. Thanks for listening to the Proven Path podcast. If you have any questions or topic suggestions for the show, send an email to solutions at crs.com. Mm-hmm.